Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of TWJ Buzz Cuts. This is a bonus style episode from our normal programming of the Wrestling Journal podcast. Catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify every Saturday. Uh, today we were lucky enough to interview Courtney Roselle, who is a former competitor on NBC's The Titan Games. Uh, she was the East Coast Regional Champion. Uh, she is also a fitness guru, an entrepreneur, motivational speaker. Uh, she also dabbled in a uh, WWE trial, which we get into as well. My unprofessionalness kicked in while we interviewed her, and I forgot to get her socials during the interview. Uh, just check her out on linktree.com slash Courtney underscore Roselle, and you can get all her socials and uh, a bunch of other stuff on there. A lot of good content. So uh, here we go. Hope you guys enjoy. Courtney Roselle, thank you so much for joining us here at the Wrestling Journal Podcast. You are our first interview and hopefully not our last. How are you? I am so excited. Thank you so much for having me as your first interview. I feel so honored. So honored. Well, it's an honor <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I'll just say it's an honor for us, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if people don't know who you are, uh, maybe they didn't catch the Titan Games, uh, give them a little background on yourself uh, growing up and whatever. All right. So yeah, my name is Courtney Roselle. Um, I am newly the Titan of the East champion for NBC Titan Games. So I grew up in Cedar Grove, New Jersey, but I reside in Jersey City, New Jersey right now. So it's like Jersey strong all the way through. Born, raised, everything about me is very Jersey. Um, but yeah, I grew up with four brothers and a sister. So I'm the baby, like the absolute baby. I'm the biggest. So I'm like 5'10" muscles and everything in between i could definitely kick my brother's asses like, <laughs> that, that type of deal yeah. uh, but i grew up just like a tomboy like very like i had like the mushroom cut and everything it okay. was it was a disaster it was that but i wanted to play every sport alive i wanted to play football i wanted to play um basketball actually i'm going to college for basketball oh, wow, okay. softball track everything in between i just played all the sports and then I tried to go into the modeling world when I was 13 and okay. got, um, just to define my femininity because I was such a tomboy and I felt like I needed to define my femininity to somebody. Ended up getting completely denied by the modeling industry like 30 times over because they told me I was too muscular, too athletic, too big. You'll only be a plus size model. So um, end up putting that to the back burner. Going into my basketball career, being an athlete, going into CrossFit, mm -hmm. going CrossFit brought me into getting tryouts for the WWE Divas, which was awesome. Yes. And then from the WWE Divas, I tried to go out for modeling again and got completely denied saying that I, no little girl wants to ever look like me in a magazine. It was crazy. Of course. Yeah, dude. yeah, it was crazy. Um, then I went to, my mom went to the US Open and sat mm -hmm. next to the editor of Vogue. And basically pitched the editor of Vogue, like, you should book my daughter for your magazine. And ended up getting my first ever modeling gig in the Vogue magazine. Uh, yeah, like two years ago. That's Again, crazy. around the time of the WWE Divas. Yeah. When I went to WWE Divas, I met two people from the Titan Games. The producers then contacted me from the two people from the Titan Games giving my reference. And it's like all snowballed effect from there. Just like being in the right place at the right time. And just saying to my authentic self, like that's 
my gist of my story in like a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Now I want to get to the WWE thing later. I just wanted to first talk because it's fresh. Um, yes. the, the Titan Games experience. Now getting into that, what was the process of, I guess you had said you, you had met people through WWE, through the tryout to get you on the show. Um, was it any like you had to sell yourself or it was kind of like, not sell yourself, but kind of like promote yourself or it was kind of like you just yeah. met them and they, they like recommended you? So when I went to the Titan Games, I met these two girls who were amazing and they were just absolutely amazing human beings. And they put in my name, you know, just being like, you should go for this. They're going to love you. They're going to love you for your personality. They're going to mm -hmm. love you. They're going to love you. So when I put in my application, the producers finally reached out to me. I had about three FaceTime interviews, like Zoom interviews, just okay. like this. Yeah. And just saying, tell me your story. Tell me why you. And I just was my natural self. So the great thing about the Titan Games, even though I am super athletic, I compete in the CrossFit arena. I've been mm -hmm. to Wadapalooza. I've been to Granite Games. They really just want you to be a damn good human being. Yeah. Like, every, like damn good human being, then how you look on camera, and then you are as an athlete. That's exactly the tears they want you to be. Okay. So they just heard my modeling story and being denied all these years and just pushing and promoting body positivity and women empowerment so then they invited me out to LA and that was in January they invited me out to the combine and they test all your athletic skills so I had to do a dead hang for three minutes how to do a max um max out deadlift 100 meter sprint a couple of different obstacles so I had about seven obstacles throughout the day and then they put you on camera just mm -hmm. to see how you react on camera while you're doing an obstacle and also just to see how you interview after you go through a heavy obstacle. Like, can you compose yourself? Can you gotcha. still tell your story? Can you smile on camera? So after that, then a week later, I got a call for the Titan Games and I filmed that the entire month of February. So it was like, it was a long process because I applied. So I went for WWE in February. And then I think in September is when I had my first application review. Then November I had a FaceTime. December had a FaceTime, got invited for January. So it was like a long, long process. That's pretty crazy. Now you're, you filmed, I know you had, you were on, was it four or five episodes? Your, yes, your the last East episodes region. I was on because the East went last and then I made it to the finale as the East um, champion. So. so that they film over how, over a month time? A month. month. Okay. So I, w I was wondering how they put you guys through like the certain um, obstacles and then if you had to do it the same day or yeah we so my nuts and bolts and my lunar impact were in the same day but my mount olympuses were in different days okay so it just went on like did you win did you go to the next week if you won if you didn't win then you get sent home okay so. i always thought it was so wild with mount olympus because like i watched season one of the titan games my my wife's a big um big rock fan a big rock fan obviously yeah, we're a wrestling sure. podcast Who's not a big rock yeah, fan? Right. i know how could you not be that guy's fantastic um, so, you know, I watched season one and I always thought to myself, like, how can they compete like this and that like intensity and, and then be able to get up and run Mount Olympus. So like, it, it blows my mind to hear that I was on a different day. Cause I'm like, how, how can she literally do what you did and then actually go on the mountain and do that too? Yeah. Mount Olympus was in different days. You did it. Mount Olympus was a whole day in itself just because, um, of the setup of the, like, that's right. It takes up the whole it, arena. Yeah. Just yeah. to do two obstacles was a 16 hour day because of the people running through it and then the resetting of the obstacle. And then, so I did the nuts and bolts was at like, I want to say 1 PM. I didn't run lunar impact till 9 PM. And mm -hmm. I was the last, the last one because you're interviewing in between, you're going to press in between, you're getting your hair and makeup done in between. 
I mean, it's a long, long day of film. And then and you got to work. You got to do crazy like, on top of that. What'd you say? And then you got to do that crazy obstacle on top of that. So it's, yeah, and they they think you're going for an interview, and then like they're like, oh, in ten minutes, can you uh, run an obstacle? I was like, what? Can I warm up? <laughs> like, can I breathe? But they, I mean, not like they forgot that we were athletes, but. They do it for the show, right? And they want to make sure your personality comes out first. So yep. sometimes it was a bad thing. They're like, can you run the obstacle now? I was like, I need to literally stretch. Like, it's not it's not a run, like a walk in the park to do these obstacles. No, so, of course. Yeah. Now, did they let you guys, like, was there test runs on the obstacles? Or you kind of just, you looked at them and that was it? No, you don't get to touch anything, Oof. know anything, nothing. So for my nuts and bolts, they go, you go out to set. Okay. And they show you what you should be doing. They, they explain it. So they don't even show you. Um, they explain it. And then they film you on camera saying, do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? They go to every person on camera saying, yes, I understand. Okay. While they read like all the legal stuff. Um, so I was like, Can, do I know how much those plates weigh? And they're like, no, you'll find out when you get there. Oh, crap. Okay. My God. So, yeah. And you, the only time they were allowed to demo is that, like if you really, really, really didn't get the obstacle, they might have an American Ninja Warrior come out and show you. Okay. But that was like the rarest of the rarest case. So. Yeah. Now, um, besides Mount Olympus, hardest obstacle that you went through? Besides Mount Olympus? Yeah. Because I, I would assume it would be the hardest, right? It was, yeah. It's yeah. by far the hardest. Yeah. So I did only nuts and bolts, lunar impact, and then I ran Mount Olympus a couple of times. Oh, no. And then I did, oh, hammer down. I freaking hate hammer down. Oh, okay. Because I hate, I don't know how to sledgehammer <laughs> i was so watching I just stuck at it i was watching it and even like and i'm not that i know how to but i mean i feel like swinging an axe or a sledgehammer you kind of just bring your hand down with the follow through not i'm not saying i'm not like talking shit but like even the guys i would see go through and i'm like it looked it just looked awkward sometimes i guess because the side angle was a little weird yeah, i don't the know side was... angle and your forearms are just on fire because it's like yeah, on a spring yeah, yeah. It, it's on a spring it's on a spring um so that one sucked the most just because I was not good at it. And I was like, yeah. I had to hit the target. And I was like trying to throw my body into it. I mean. No, it I can was... only imagine how tough that was. And then you got to climb the hole. The, and the then hole. I got to climb the hole. I was like, nah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one also I saw was tough. I guess it's kind of like a timing one is the, the one. It was on the final episode. I forget what it was called though. When you had a, a Herculean pole. Yeah. Holy shit. I love that one. I, I mean, I lost in that one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I was up there for 12 minutes. Dude, so. you were killing it. And I, <laughs> it was like me watching it and not knowing the outcome. Cause I didn't ask her. I, like, I didn't want to find out or anything, but I was like, there's a, there's definitely, we've seen comebacks before, but you were like, when you got up there, you were, she had it down a little, like a lot. And I'm like, shit, she can get back here. I mean, there's definitely, if she's tired out on the other side, like I was, it was definitely possible. Yeah, I'm so happy that my leg strength is like my jam. Like yeah. I'm really, really strong my legs. But I was up there for 12 minutes. Now obviously they have to cut it down for film. Yeah. So that's why it's like the back and forth, the back mm -hmm. and forth, the back and forth. Um, and then my truthfully, my forearms just gave my forearms were on fire. And I was I, like holding on like a monkey and I was like, ah so listen, I I hold I hold the couch, I'll move a couch into a house and I'm like dead for the day. You guys do crazy <laughs> shit. And I was like, forget it. No, there's no way. I was going to ask you, Courtney, where'd you get the quad uh, queen uh, nickname? Was that something on the show or did you always have that nickname? Because yeah, I heard no, that I and I was like, all right, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I have it back in my gym because I like to bar bounce barbells off my quads. So in competition, when it's really, really heavy weight and you have to bounce, like get a certain amount of reps, I literally slam them off my quads, like the weights. So that's why my gym knows me as quad queen because they're <laughs> like, who the hell else slams a fucking barbell? <laughs> that's quad. amazing. So I was like, it's me. 
That's great. I thought it was a sick. I thought it was a sick nickname when they were like, and when you were pulling the when you're pulling the bull, I guess from the um with the sledgehammer going to yeah. um get the, go to the tomb, I guess when you call it, and they're like, oh, and the, and then Courtney Roselle, the quad queen. I was like, okay, if there's a catchy. nickname, that's a good one. I'd put I put that on a so t-shirt. I was so happy they ran with that. I was like beyond. Again, I couldn't. I thanked the producers about three thousand times. I voice messaged Rock about three times saying thank you. Like I just how they. They film you for an entire month. So the amount of footage they have from you, not like they would ever say anything bad, but I just couldn't be more thankful how they played up the woman empowerment and what I really do yes. in the body positivity. Yeah. And I was, obviously I'm sad I didn't win overall, but I'm so happy with the outcome I felt like I won at the end of the day, so. Yeah, I mean, just from watching it, and obviously I'm, I'm coming from a male, I'm saying this, like your positive and like your motivational thoughts towards women definitely got across for me watching it. And I'm, I mean, like just saying that, I, I honestly, it meant like, it was pretty cool, like seeing that come across. And like, even if you didn't come out on top, I think your message definitely got across. Thank you. Seriously, that was it. I was like, yo, yeah. I won. Like at the end of the day, that's why I had the yeah. biggest smile on my face. Always. Even though I always. lost. Yeah. I was like, this is, this is going to be life changing. I just knew it, you know? So. No, it, well, it is. And I mean, I mean, right from watching the episode, my wife's like, all right, I got to go follow her on Instagram. Like right now <laughs> I need to follow this story. So at least you got through to her and I'm sure you got through to many other, and many other girls and women. So I think it was great. And it was very infectious. Like you have that very, like, just natural just like magnetic personality where you say you want to hear what you're saying and you just kind of feel very just good so you came across awesome on the show and it was just awesome to kind of watch your journey and you are these champs so at the end of the day you are a champ that's yeah. what I'm saying. i was like i won and i went against some like the two last women there are no joke as athletes so i was like if i'm gonna lose to this like mm -hmm. i'm losing to some badass chicks like that one girl I mean? the one the girl that won i forgot her name i'm sorry Danny uh, Spiegel. yes her i mean tree trunks is <laughs> Oh, her legs are muscle. I mean, God bless. I was like, give me those legs. <laughs> you know, but she's strong. She's just, she's strong all around. You can't yeah. even say she's strong for male, strong for female. She's just strong. Across Absolutely. The um, um, so, yeah. We talked about The Rock quick. Uh, I mean, we'd be remiss not to ask. It's a wrestling podcast. How, uh, what was he like? I mean, just. Uh, yeah, I can go into 20,000 minutes of detail. That's I'm, hey. so awesome. He yeah. is. Um, so I, we first met him as a surprise. We were all, all of us were together in a room trying to do a, um, one of the parts of the show, looking up at the screen Yeah. And all of a sudden he just walks in without telling us and everybody's face was like, and didn't speak. I was in front row. So I really didn't speak. I was, uh, yeah. he's like, Hey guys. And he's huge. He <laughs> is huge. So I'm five ten. He makes me look like a baby, like a baby. Yeah. And he's always like fresh to death, dressed out. And he's just like, Hey guys. He handpicks his contestants. So there's about 10,000 applicants. He picks 36 by hand. He's like, I want them, 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 them. So to number one, honor to even be picked by mm -hmm. him. Number two, he know he's very invested in the show. Very. He knows exactly. Like, the first time he met me, he's like, what's up, Courtney from Jersey? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I thought even, like, I yeah. couldn't believe how invested he is and knows who you are. And the producers say all the time, they're like, just treat him like a normal human being. He just wants to be treated like a normal human being. So as long as you did that, he was like the coolest guy. The That's coolest awesome. guy. And you hear stories, uh, even from like actors, like guys on set, even like the lower level, like extras, he's been up to them before. I've heard like stories, like interviews and stuff that he'll reach out to anybody that he deals with, no matter if you're 
his co like co partner in the movie, like Kevin Smith, uh, not Kevin Smith, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Smith, Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah, or both funny guys, but a little different, same, yeah. yeah, or just like an extra. He goes, he reaches out to. So I think it's pretty cool. And it was my first season watching the show. I'm glad that and not surprised but i'm actually really happy that he was there every episode like every episode i because you'd think it's the rock the biggest star in the world right now you could argue and the fact that he's there every week with you guys i thought that was pretty cool i know you got shooting within a month but still it's still like no he is i mean the reason we filmed in atlanta so he lives in atlanta and he okay. was filming another show at the time because he usually films in la the show so he was he was like i'll do the titan games but you guys have to come to Atlanta because I'm filming a movie down in Atlanta too. Wow. Okay. So the producers were like, you go to the rock, the rock doesn't come to you. <laughs> Absolutely. So he, but he, I, I mean, talk about work ethic. It was one day in Titan games, next day in the film, one day here, like he did every single day for 16 hours. That's great. He's a hard worker. He speaks to his word every single time. I mean, again, I voice messaged him after the show a couple of times. He made sure to voice message me back. And he's like, yo, Courtney, when Jersey, he goes, you better tell me every step of the way what you end up doing with your life. And he's genuine when he says it. He was, you know, he was talking about his manager, Danny. He was like, she's from Jersey. You're so her. Like, he is so, so personable. And especially when I was one of the first athletes he in, um, featured on his Instagram, like his personal Yeah, page. no, we saw that. I was freaking out. I was like, what? I almost threw up a little bit. Yeah. I was like, did he just feature? Because <laughs> all my friends were like, you're on the Rocks page. I thought in his story. Yeah. And when they put me on his page, I was like, what the hell is going on? It's crazy. That's awesome, though. Definitely deserves yeah. Yeah. Um. We mentioned you had mentioned before. I'm kind of going reverse in your yeah. your story here, but you had the WWE tryout. Yeah, I thought I I, mean, I just assumed I guess, but I assumed you got it from being on the show. I didn't know there was like a certain order. I didn't know when you filmed Titan Games. I remember. Yeah, um, Titan Games was what was eight months to a year after. Yeah, eight yeah. months to a year after. Mm-hmm. So how'd that come about? How'd you get involved with that? Okay, so I have the biggest wrestling friend fans like friends uh-huh. all around. They go to WrestleMania every year and everything in between and about because of my height and my athleticism, they only tell me about 30 times a year to try <laughs> out for WWE Divas. And then we were at the MetLife. The last one was at MetLife, right? There's no WrestleMania. That was like the last yeah, one pandemic, right? Four? Yeah, I think 34 it was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, but like, there's no WrestleMania after pandemic, right? Like that's the last. Oh, no. They, were, they did it in Florida at the Performance Center, but it was closed set. Yeah. Yes. So they were like, that's it. Like, you need to be there. Because I went to the tailgate and stuff. Um, so my friend put in most of my application for me and didn't tell me. And I put it like the rest <laughs> in. And I was like, whatever. They're not going to call me. It's fine. Yeah. It's gonna be like, there's over 30,000 applications, they say, for every trial. Wow. And all of a sudden, three weeks later, they email me. And they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what the hell? Um, so they call me personally and they're like, in about a month, I need you to fly down to Orlando. They, mm-hmm. they pay for everything to go down and stay for four days for tryouts. And that's, that's cool. literally how it happened. I couldn't believe they even picked out my application. So that's crazy. Now, I mean, when, so they pay for the flight down. They pay for my get, stay for four when, days. Yeah. When you get there, you go to the, is, did you go to the performance center? In, yeah. The, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's legit. Everyone says. Oh it's yeah. Like, it's super legit. You have, it's very, very funny. So they put you in a hotel for four days. They do strength and conditioning days and then performance days and then interview days. So it's a, it's a bunch and it's a lot in four days. It's okay. about 10 hour days they do for you, but 
you know, they have a uniform for you that you have to wear. Mm. Um, you can't show a lot of skin, which is very interesting. So I could not wear shorts. I always had to wear capris or pants. Okay. Guys had to wear short sleeve shirts. Girls had to wear short sleeve shirts. You can't wear tank tops. You can't wear belly shirts. You cannot show your skin, which I thought was very interesting. Maybe interesting. because of all the sweat and touching. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they don't want anyone to feel like they have an advantage over someone else being a certain look. I, like look? I have no yeah, idea. So yeah, so you had to be in a t-shirt that they provided. They provided me like three different t-shirts. And then um, in pants or leggings or whatever you want to say. Okay. Either guys had to be long shorts past their knees or their pants. So, okay. um, yeah. And then they put you through physical. They put you through role. I mean, they said our tryout that we did was the most athletic tryout they ever had. Hmm. That's good. So I was invited out with some badass athletes, um, WWE NXT people that were trying to make it into WWE, yeah. NFL players. I mean, you name it. Because they supposedly for the girls, it's always a little bit harder. They always try to invite out like Instagram models. Yeah. But then they were like, screw that. We're going to take girls with like athletic backgrounds. So they took girls in CrossFit. They took a lot of girls in CrossFit. Who was I kidding? Um, and they had about 30 of us out there. 15 wow. guys, 15 girls. That's a big class. Yeah. It was a big it was a big class, and I remember them saying that. And they even had about eight people who did not show up whatsoever. And they went through a very vigorous medical scan, too. So I was with doctors for, like, two hours, testing my joints, testing my cardiovascular. You know, if you even have a history of, like, heart disease, they throw you on, like, a treadmill, and they have you, like, run. Just they are, which is good, I think. Um, you have to report every injury you ever had since yeah. born. So it's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Now you, you're in, you do crossfit, you do all the hard stuff. Yeah. I, I've heard from not me personally, but I've heard like football players that tried out and other sport athletes that tried out and said, it's just a different breed of like workout. Would you say that as well? Or. Yeah, I would say, um, strength and conditioning wise, it had me prepared, um, doing like the acrobatic roles in the, I had marks on my back so <laughs> bad from the ropes Yeah. that I was, I think I have a picture. My bruise was all over my back. Yeah. So it's like a different type of animal, how you move athletically and jumping off the ropes and the rolls. And like my, I'm not used to all those rolls. So by the last day, my traps were so tight pulling on my head Yeah. because I had a headache, like a migraine for like three days after. Wow. Yeah. And again, I do like a lot of heavy lifting a lot, a lot of like running around. I walk on my hands for sports, but um, all the rolling that acrobatic stuff is a different type of fitness level. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, uh, do you remember anyone that you dealt with down there? Like any, if there was any uh, bigger names, uh, maybe. Like um, we had a lot of NXT people. So the WWE people were not allowed inside the arena when we were there. Okay. So a lot of NXT people were there. So um, Lacey, Casey. Lacey yeah casey the american Order, who's like okay. tiny super oh, yeah yeah but she's like a cannonball like she's like she's like all fire plus she does like crazy flips in the air yeah um she was my main teacher i loved her a lot so casey lacy was there the main main trainer for the i'm trying to think beard nose piercings yeah piercings. um sarah Mato? no no the guy the guy uh oh the, the guy, guy. Oh, um, he's the main, I forget his, I forget his real name, but he was, I know his, I know his wrestling, know his wrestling name. Names. I can't think, I can't, uh, Matt Bloom. Matt Bloom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Matt Bloom. So all the main trainers were there. Every main trainer was there. And then there was a couple NXT people here and there, but the WWE main people were not allowed in the facility at the time while we were doing it. Um, just because it's being honest, you're there to take their spots. Yeah. 
Like, so they, 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 they are so secretive about you even being in the arena. Someone leaked to the press. It was either a trainer or who knows. And they were pissed. Wow. They were so mad. It was on Twitter. Who's there? Who's not there? Um, and that was like another controversy when it was happening. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Now crazy. You said the, it was four days, the tryout four days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, you, I, I don't think you had received a call from them since then or no. Had... So yeah, they just emailed me, um, saying, you know, they really loved who I was and maybe to invite me back to do training, but I was not called to roster and okay. WWE. And I just thought you could be there for liter- for six years waiting to be on roster. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm 31 years old. I just, I was like, I want to live my life. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, but I, I had four people in my class who got recruited, two for WWE and two to NXT. Do you not remember who they were by any chance? Um, Emily Azulis. Azulis? She, she, but like, she went there and then pandemic, pandemic happened. So she okay. even... She said right now she's just in the crowd. Okay. Unquote. Okay. Yeah. Like the. Oh, okay. The, yeah. The enhanced crowd they're doing. Yeah. Like with yeah. the. Awesome. Yeah. Her and EJ, who are NXT. Um, I forget EJ's last name. They both got invited there, but all four of them got invited there, but yeah. all of them got um, to the crowd because. Yeah, so everything's on I, hold right now. Kind of. Everything's on hold. Yeah. So they feel, they almost feel like a little bit lost, they said, but I said they'll be fine. They'll be more than fine. That's pretty cool. That's awesome to hear. We, you never really get to hear those, like, the super details behind the scenes, like the training aspect of it. and what they Everybody was amazing and so yeah. nice, too, on top of it. So, so amazing. The strength and conditioning was awesome. Some of the people who've been wrestling as a sport could not handle the strength and conditioning. It's so funny. They would handle the wrestling portion. Sure. But couldn't handle the strength and conditioning, like, stuff that I'm good at. Like, it was, like, yeah. opposite. They were so nervous for strength and conditioning. I was like, yo, let's bring on the strength and conditioning. (laughs) That's it. I feel like you're the type of person they would look at for because they can, you could, if you get all the conditioning down, that's what they want. And then they can build you up to learn everything else. Cause it's kind of like. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's, it's tough and it's very, very, very cutthroat. Not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to say that at all. Um, But it's not, everybody's like, I just want to be invited. I'm like, it doesn't mean they're taking even one person from your class. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. And they go by. So the first day I get there is medical checks. Then you have two and a half days of like physical training, rolling around and everything in between. And then you have um, interview the last day. So I have to like be in an outfit and you have two minutes for a promo. Mm-hmm. And what I did, I made up a rap to Will Smith of Bel Air and said something about Jersey and they freaking loved it. <laughs> oh, just rapped about my life and they were like, what? Like, what is this girl <laughs> doing? And nobody's ever rapped before. So I was yeah. like, I'm just gonna rap right now. So. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you know when, when you guys at Titan Games, when you, you met Dasha there, did you know she was beforehand uh, that she was? I did not meet Dasha at WWE. Okay. No, I met her at the Titan Games, and my lord, she is a sweetheart. Yeah. I just, I like adore her. Before the pandemic, she was doing a wrestling thing down in Newark, and then the pandemic happened. But she was like, "I'm inviting you with six of your friends front row," and I was like, "I love you, Dasha." She yeah, she works for another company now at uh, AEW, but yes, um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. I thought, I thought, see, I'm, when I'm just assuming things, I thought you met her at Titan Games, and then you uh-huh. got, then you guys went to. Because I know she got let go from WWE or she quit. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I thought maybe you guys met through the tryout. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, WWE, I totally did first. I met two girls from the Titan Games. And then, yeah, it's totally, 
because the Titan Games is only back in February. So it wasn't supposed to air till January of 2021, but the pandemic happened. So NBC contacted Titan Games and was like, you better get this on TV right now because there's no sports. And that's why we were the number one weekday show of all 12 episodes was number that's awesome. one. So it's you guys crazy. killed it. And that's good exposure for yourself too for going yeah. yeah. Um you have a clothing company, Iron Grace. Can you yeah. talk about that a little bit? What's the, what's the name? That's my own personal brand. So I came up, I quit the corporate world. I worked for the New Jersey Devils. And about two and a half years ago, I quit the corporate world completely and mm. needed to go into my own personal brand. So I do motivational speaking underneath it. I have my own clothing line, Iron Grace. Awesome. And I do personal and small group fitness training and kind of just going to expand it. Everybody knows me as Iron Grace. The reason I come up with Iron Grace is because I'm a feminine tomboy. So iron picking up a barbell is like masculine and strong, but you have to be graceful and elegant, aka a feminine side too, that every male and female or gender has. Yep. So that's the reason I came up with it. And I just been running with it, but I hope I can expand it to even more things just under Iron Grace. So that's awesome. Love the name on that. That's Thank you. Great. Um, Thank you. You talked about you working for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. I have to, have to give a shout out to our the people that got you here, Chris Vignone and future uh, Mrs. Vignone. Joelle. No, you're not, Joe. <laughs> um, you actually, I don't know if you, they told you this, but when you got tickets for their friends for wrestling, that was me. That was, oh, yeah. hey, Joe, what's up? <laughs> I was like, she's just logged in. Yeah. He said he has to thank you for setting up this show for us. That's what he said. He's like, of course. But, yeah, um, but I didn't know I got you tickets for the show. Yeah, so that was me. Thank you very much. Were they good tickets? Okay. They were um, the sweets. It was top notch. Oh, so you guys are good. Okay. Yeah, we got free food, free drinks, everything. The whole should be all. Um, okay, good. So I want to make sure. But I did want to know. I know Chris is a part-time uh, roommate of yours. Um, yes, he is. We want to know how much of an asshole Chris is. Yeah. <laughs> Give us share the dirtiest share the dirtiest little secret of him. No, <laughs> we actually have the best time. So we were we had the best Easter this year because it was a pandemic, so I mm-hmm. couldn't go anywhere. So Chris spent Easter with me and Joel, and we just had. We partied the whole day of Easter. Like yeah. we may, I can't, he is such a good roommate to me. Like I come <laughs> home and like, well, he just chills. Yeah. Like he's... me and Joel like hang out and cause like, I'm just going to go chill and play some video games. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's, on, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Yeah. Oh, he with you. Yeah, so you like three o'clock yeah. in the morning and then he's like, get him. Got him. <laughs> You know he's I mean? a good kid he's a good kid he's so good I he is love him. i'm like please don't leave me they're like they're moving in to their house next month and I'm yeah it's it. exciting though Cause still, it's, it's close to you guys out there though right where are you guys right where are you live right now yeah we're about like 25 minutes i would say from each other um yeah. chris already said he's living in the basement anyway he's not even gonna live with joel <laughs> so like joel's gonna still live with me Typical Chris. Typical yeah, he's Chris. like, I'm just gonna live in the basement and decorate this with Miami Dolphins colors. So, <laughs> which poor guy. Poor, yeah. poor guy. poor guy. I mean, we just like kill him when he's in Jersey. When we surround him, like we are so loud, and Chris just takes it. I don't even know how. He just takes it from us. We just over talk him all the time. He's probably sleeping. That's why he's. Uh... <laughs> yes, he falls asleep so fast. Yeah. On the well, couch, I'm like, Yo, Chris, you watching this episode of Law and Order? Like two minutes later, he's like. <laughs> Go out with him drinking during the day. He'll fall asleep on the way home, no doubt. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, Courtney, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, good luck with everything that happens for you in the future, and we hope no, to talk to you soon. Thank you guys Del- for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure. Definitely rooting for you every step of the way. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Courtney. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. <laughs>